Hello and welcome to Business Made Human, sponsored by Investec for your business. Today we'll be discussing growth strategies and opportunities within the suffering economy for companies. I'm Rob Rose, editor of the Financial Mail and Investors Monthly, and I'll be your host for today. In a world of numbers and high-powered deals, it's not uncommon to forget the human side of business. The side that's about relationships, support, and the comfort of knowing that someone has your back. At Investec, we do more than interact. We connect to build a relationship that's truly unique through a team of specialists who make it their business to understand yours. That's Business Made Human. Partner with Investec for your business. Investec Bank Limited, a registered credit and authorized financial services provider. Helping me gain insight into this fascinating topic are Lawrence Kampfer, Head of Asset Finance at Investec, and Mark Marrera, Transactor for Private Capital at Investec. Guys, welcome to this podcast. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Yes. Uh, just, I suppose, to set the scene, Lawrence, I wanted to ask about this particular time we're in. We've come through a really rough time in the economy. How does this affect where companies are in terms of their growth strategies? I'm sure it's been a, sure it's been a wild ride for many of them. Yeah, thanks very much for you having us. We've seen very interesting changes in business over the last 12 months, I must say. Companies, you know, were extremely concerned when COVID hit us. And as we all know, they, a lot of them we had to close down and so on. But the ones that survived, interestingly enough, are growing better than ever. So as we all know, when you grow, you need liquidity. And that's where the bank mm. becomes an uh, important partner. And that's what we've seen. You know, that saying that says uh, pandemics enhances uh, history. But, speeds uh, up evolution, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that. So, um, yeah, but they, so the clients that survived, the market is bigger for them and they, there's a lot more opportunities for them. Mark, I wanted to ask as well, I mean, there are typical strategies that, that companies use to grow. You know, there's sort of, there's various things from mergers and acquisitions and raising capital in specific ways. Can you perhaps just give us an insight into some of those and, and how that's been affected by what's happened? Because I'm sure the environment for, say, mergers and acquisitions has been less predictable and obviously that's changed things, right? Absolutely. I think the, the old notion of acquiring to grow is still still very much intact. So the traditional acquisitions, long-dated strategy that, that you put in play over a long period of time, those are certainly still happening. But what we're seeing now is is the opportunistic acquisitions that are happening very sadly as a function of, of COVID and the environment and what lockdown has, has created in a lot of industries. So bigger, stronger companies that are on the front foot are able to act quickly and, and take advantage of that dislocation. And that's what we're starting to see more and more in 2021 than, than we did last year. I've seen a lot of companies, guys I've spoken to, who have decided that with so many people falling about, this is exactly the right time to reconsider your strategy and bulk up if you can, you know, take guys who've got market share that you particularly want. I mean, is that what you've seen a lot of? A lot of guys coming to you and saying, now's the time where we can do this kind of thing? Yes, that that's a huge theme. So the old sit down once a year, plot out your 12-month strategy, that, that's a thing of the past in my view. I think you've got to be meeting monthly, quarterly as, as key decision makers in businesses and, and really seeing what the market's doing. And Lawrence mentioned it earlier, you've got competitors that are falling out of the market. You've got to be quick to take up the, the gap in the market um, share, growing your, your piece of the pie. And I think you, you've got to be open to, to what's happening regionally and internationally you can't just be looking around your your metropole you, you've got to be knowing what's what's happening in the rest of South Africa SADC and and internationally and and that's what we're certainly seeing is is a globalized view of of growth and tech has come into that a lot taking advantage of good skills here 
good technology platforms that, that are being accepted and, and certainly valued by, by the rest of the global world. And that's something that I'm sure has changed a lot over the last year. I mean, technology has become such a fundamental part of companies that, that didn't think about it before, right? Huge, huge. Uh, it's accelerated so fast and sometimes you blink and, and you've missed a whole industry growth phase, uh, particularly as a bank. So we, we've got to stay very close to our clients, see what they're doing, try to get into their, their mind frames to understand new markets that two years ago didn't exist and never mind even being understood. And, and I think that that's really where Investec have been traditionally quite good is running behind our entrepreneurial clients and supporting them no matter what they do. Very much a people-led strategy as opposed to picking an industry or a market. So you, you've got to find the people that are really uh, at the grassroots of an industry and, and the pioneers of innovation. That's quite a tricky thing, Lawrence. I mean, getting that right, you know, finding the right people is just the... Isn't that the trick? Yeah, I, th- I think that's an uh, important theme is backing the right people and um, understanding what the objectives are. You know, we deal a lot with entrepreneurs, the business owners, as well as professional managers. And if you find that right mix, you know, understand exactly what their goals are and what they'd like to achieve, then from a bank's point of view, it becomes a lot easier to create that kind of platform for them to grow within and also to create kind of headroom. You know, a lot of times it's not just this alone that you want to sell or just a, a kind of an answer to a question. It, there's a lot more to understand what the objectives are and then to create that kind of funding solution. So it's a, it's a host of things. It's not just a loan and mm. it's not just a working cap facility. It's a combination of stuff. In, in terms of capital and raising money, I mean, how has that changed over the say, the past year? You're a bank. You're obviously very aware of funding structures and financing structures. I mean, how has that changed? What we find is that the the typical bank's approach to a client would normally be to tell the client what, what they can give them. Where our approach has always been the other way around. We try and get into the shoes of management of, of the owners of the business and exactly understand what is it that they are looking for and where are the risks. Because if you run out of liquidity, we've seen it now over the last year with, with COVID. You know, if there's no reserves in the company or you don't have access to liquidity, it becomes stressful for all your clients because you stop paying, you, you can't service them. Your suppliers, you know, need their cash again to pay their suppliers. So it's like a, just a whole chain of events. And if you have access to liquidity, it, it's key to survive. Mm-hmm. And now obviously going forward, what we've seen changing over time is that there's a lot more sophistication. You know, South Africa is not the leaders normally in debt structures. Uh, the U.S. were well known for all their kind of creativity. So um, South Africa, I, I'd say we've become a lot more um, tailor-made for the smaller corporate. Most financiers always target the large corporates and so on, and the, the smaller corporate became like a number or smaller businesses where we really look after them from a relationship point of view to develop that strong relationship by understanding their needs and their requirements and then create like a proper funding structure, be it a term amortizing piece together with a revolver, which lots of clients enjoy. You know, it's it's not just something that reduces over time. It's there for the for the term. That's so. changed massively over the last, say, decade or so. Like you say, we used to be a situation where we told guys what they could have and it was very vanilla stuff. I mean, you yeah. could have this. Now it's just, it's far more complicated. It's far more... It's far more tailor-made and, and there are different elements to it. That's, is that a, just a factor of competition of what has caused that shift? Well, I think it's also, you know, probably the consultants. Also, a lot of them come out of industry, so they understand how clients work. So what it's can not, happen? Yeah, so it's not just the financial managers or accountants that we, you know, we, we have actually people out of industry, so we employ a, a 
people across the board. And that understanding from businesses, then you realize, you know, it's not just you fund yourself over overdraft, which people always used to do. Nowadays, you know, you have proper structures backed by proper security and looking at forecasts and cash flows and mix that in terms of that growth phase that you're then hopefully going to go through. Hopefully. Uh, yes. Mark, I wanted to ask about, I mean, growth, growth, for, you know, we talk about companies growing, but I mean, it's got to be, you've seen situations where companies go crazy and grow for a while and then it fizzles out and it's a disaster because it's completely mismanaged. How do you, how do you make sure that the companies balance the growth and the sustainability of that particular trajectory? Isn't that a very tricky thing to get right? Because you're subject to the economy and all kinds of things. Absolutely. You don't, you don't want to blow yourself up by mm. just chasing growth for the sake of it. I think growth has to be, Whilst it has to be quick in certain instances, it certainly has to be measured. You've, you've got to understand your capacity limitations as a business, and that's both in your physical constraints and then often underrated or, or, or overlooked is, is the people element. Do your staff, do your leaders know what you're trying to do from a growth perspective? Are they in tune? Are, are they being communicated to? Are they being incentivized appropriately? So there's a lot of prep that comes with, with growing sustainably. Sometimes that you've got to overinvest which is a bit uncomfortable at the start of a growth phase. Are you moving on to a new bigger IT system? Are you moving into a new premises? Are you hiring new people and you know creating the the capacity? It's a leap of faith. It's a leap of faith, which which is which is difficult. Sometimes you want to bootstrap your way through growth, which can get you stuck. So being prepared is where we see more successful growth happen and and then the true step change, as opposed to a, a spike in the growth where. Things unravel quite quickly after that, generally because of cash flow issues that you see from time to time. You don't want to make a sale on poor credit to a debtor that doesn't pay you in six months. It looks great. The sales guy doing the doing the trade, but uh, the finance mm. guy is picking up the pieces a few months later. You know that that's not true growth yeah, from where we see it. So so our job is to to try and handhold you know our clients and our partners through those situations, getting them prepared for growth making sure their financial dashboard is there, it's being generated so that the business owners and decision makers have a daily scorecard. Is the growth working? Where, where am I tweaking? What do I need to do to really keep this going for longer than two or three months, but two, three, ten years? And that must be difficult sometimes because guys don't like being told how to run their businesses. You know, I know what I'm doing. How is, how is managing that relationship? It must be a Quite a tricky thing, right? Yeah, the quintessential South African entrepreneurs, typically <laughs> quite confident and, and very good at what they do. And and we we know that. And, and that's our bread and butter is, is the space we play and we understand the psychology of running your own business, being passionate. So we bring a bit of rationale and, and financial sense into it, handhold a bit where we need to. Uh, we've seen it before. So clients, partners take a lot of comfort in, in the fact that Investec has walked down that road for a long time. The consultants are all experienced with that so it's not about hard and fast excel spreadsheets it's about the softer stuff a lot of time which 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 i feel we do well hmm. on that point lawrence i was going to ask i mean scaling a company getting to a position where it changes from say sort of a small or family business to to a mid-level corporate to that must be difficult for a lot of companies right how do you handle the the transitions from i suppose market space to market space because that that i'm sure derails a lot of companies right yeah yeah, you know, it is absolutely key when a company starts growing to make sure that they've got the right kind of accounting systems, processes, and management controls. Not in like place. PBS, in other words, right? <laughs> exactly the opposite. 
and it's not only for the for the banks and the tax people. You know, it's for the owners themselves to be able to manage their business. We always talk about your dashboard that you're going to look at, you know, on a daily basis to see what's going on. And as businesses grow, it's unbelievable how much liquidity gets eaten into their working cap. And if you can manage that working cap cycle of yours properly, you can release a lot of cash in that cycle. So, for example, Mark touched on it as well. Make sure that, you you know, when you sell that that's a good sale, you know, that the liquidity will come back. Because, you know, it's one thing to have the turnover at the top, but if it doesn't turn into cash very quickly, you know, you Mm. are in trouble. And um, managing that whole cycle by pushing out a bit of your suppliers as well is a great way to assist yourself in finding working capital. Obviously, the what we were talking about earlier on, when the bank assists you, they want you to focus on your business and the bank will provide the funding. It's important to make sure that the client does not focus on the funding every day of his life because then he's wasting his time. He's, he must be focusing on the actual not running the business. The business, yeah. And that's what we try and put in place. So that he's got that comfort that we worry about the funding and he worries about, you know, growing the business. So, Mark, I was going to ask, I mean, what are the, given your, your guys' experience, the kind of real growing pains, the kind of like problems that you see companies get into? I touched on it earlier. It's, the, it's not having the right capacity or, or being aware of that you need to grow your, your greater infrastructure correctly. That's, that's big growing pains. Liquidity is, is the number one issue. I think most companies run into when they're growing. It's all the all the things Lawrence just mentioned. It's it's your working capital elements that can eat up cash way faster than you, than you possibly imagine. It's the people. Again, you have a strategy as as a business leader. You've got to make sure that everyone, right down to the factory floor, finance teams are in tune with it. And hmm. sometimes there's a lot of misalignment there, and that can cause cause drama. Uh, you know, when when things don't go well for companies, what we find as the sea um, pulls back, you know, and you see who's yeah. been swimming naked. We always think about, you know, a lot of times you'll find fraud popping up in clients as things go wrong. Is that outright fraud or is it just guys kind of like taking shortcuts because they think they need to at the time? No, no, shortcuts are, you know, that's sometimes, that's okay still. But we, we find a lot Semi-okay. of times when the, when the world... <laughs> Is changing and it's going backwards, you know, that you will always see, you know, people t- not taking shortcuts, taking absolute horrible chances. And, uh, yeah, we've seen many times when in, in the si- downward cycle, the fraud pop- pops up, you know, with corporates and clients and pe- because people need jobs and people will be retrenched and they need to try and, you know, mm. find a way. And then that's it's horrible. But now we've Obviously, we threw that and we're now preparing for growth again going forward. So hopefully there's less of that experience. Yeah, and uh, I think the, the answer is to find the right financial partner, you know, to because it is a long-term relationship. It's never just come in for a quick discussion and help me, over, you know, in, in the short term. We're not really there for the short term. Um, we're always in there for the, for the long haul. But there are really strong tailwinds in, in certain industries which we are trying our best to to stay behind and other industries are still struggling there are a lot of structural elements in our country which unfortunately make even the best industries um you know manage vulnerable yeah very yeah. vulnerable it's 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 been tricky so we we watching you supporting your clients and your your partners in in the right industries to grow you supporting others where they they just need to stay steady and manage things carefully 
it definitely takes two types of strategies at the moment. It, it's not one song for all people at the moment. There's, it, it's, it's difficult for some and great for others. Not one song environment. That's great. <laughs> so anyway, guys, thanks very much, Lawrence and Mark, for joining us on this. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for having us. So that's Business Made Human, sponsored by Investec for your business. I've been your host, Rob Rose, editor of the Financial Mail and Investors Monthly. And join us for our next podcast. To find them, subscribe for free episodes on Iona.fm, Spotify, Player.fm, Pocket Casts, and wherever you normally get your podcasts. But don't miss it. The views expressed are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily represent the views of the firm and should not be taken as advice or recommendations. Investec Corporate and Institutional Banking, a division of Investec Bank Limited, an authorized financial services provider, a registered credit provider, an authorized over-the-counter derivatives provider, and a member of the JSE. Investec is committed to the code of banking practice as regulated by the Ombudsman for Banking Services.